Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Troy Seifert with Remax. How's it going, Troy? Going, going good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yep, of yep. course. Awesome. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Well, we want to start way back when. We want to go all the way back to when you were a little kid. Did you want to be an agent when you grew up? What did you want to be? <laughs> you can tell us all uh, if you had it, multiple. Tell us everything. Uh, no, I it ne- the thought never crossed my mind no. to become a real estate <laughs> agent. I, I wanted to become a singer and do music. That was a lot of it. So, yeah, real estate agent was not at the top of the list. So. <laughs> did How- you ever pursue anything in music? Uh, I mean, I, ha- I was in some contests, I, but nothing where I was, where I ever moved to Nashville or a music city to where I could pursue mm-hmm. a career. It was just more of a, Hey, this is fun to do. And let's see if anything transpires. Right. But, and now here I am in real estate. So, <laughs> you know, now you don't. <laughs> so how'd you, how'd that, how'd it go from that to real estate? Can I, can I take us on that journey? Yeah. So. Um, I just really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So, hey, if you don't want to know, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you don't know what you want to do in life, get into real estate, right? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I just, I knew I liked being, I, I knew I liked working with people. And I, so I was a um, youth pastor for five and a half years. So... You know, I had a, a background where I worked with people and, you know, then I was in the insurance industry for a while just to kind of figure out what, because my major in college was youth ministries. So it's mm-hmm. like, what am I supposed to do with this major? You know, um, so I did insurance for a little while for about five years, sold that. And so I knew that I was good in sales, but I wanted something a little bit more meaningful and the opportunity arose to join a team in the area and i was going hey why not like i didn't really love insurance let's give it a let's give it a go and people were telling me hey we think you'd be really good at it and i was going all right let's give it a go and hey here i am yep. so it worked it worked hey yep how did, did you yeah oh, go, go ahead. ahead okay uh how did you go from like were you working like into the you said insurance were you doing like insurance and then you were kind of doing real estate at the same time and then transitioned into it or did you just say boom i'm going (laughs) so so i'm pretty frugal with money and the whole reason why i say that is it probably helped me along on my journey to be that way so when i was in insurance no I, i did insurance for five years and then after doing it for five years i was going i need to do something different mm-hmm. and the only way to move up in the insurance industry was to become an agent mm-hmm. for insur- for car insurance i'm like no i don't want, i don't want to sell car insurance and life insurance <laughs> for the rest of my life i don't i don't want to do that so then i i gave up the full-time gig so i didn't really transition from insurance like you know going part-time or anything mm-hmm. i just went full, full in in real estate because I, awesome. everyone was telling me you gotta be, you know, you gotta be doing this full time. You can't just be a part-timer because right. during the time I got in was 2017. So the market was moving pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So I just knew I had to be on it the entire time. But I knew, and the whole reason why I brought up being frugal with money is I had a decent amount in savings that 
push came to shove, my kids were not going to be on the street. We were not going to lose our house if I didn't make, you know, yeah. a, you know, if I didn't do a deal within, you know, six months or something like that. So I guess I followed the Dave Ramsey principles and that, there you go. That's good. So, yep. <laughs> Hey, that's awesome. I mean, you know, like if you're set up kind of good, like set up like that, that takes away the entire part of going crap. I have to make my mortgage this month. How am I going to do that? Um, Cause now you're just like full blown, just skyrocket from there. There's nothing like nothing holding you back. That's because I have to go like, you may wait an extra, like I could see how you could kind of mess up a deal trying to force things to get done where yeah, all when of a sudden you're, you're rushing, like, nope, trying to, yeah. I can just do it the correct way and make sure we got it doing it right. And then go from there. Yeah. Cause I mean, and we have somebody that we're adding to our team here and you know, he, he has a decent amount. We think that like, you know, it's just set aside. And we said to him, well, that's like, that's awesome because if it's that first deal and you're like, Oh, I have no money. Like it, it, it does. It affects the transaction. This, the transaction in and of itself is stressful enough. Yeah. And that stress will come through to your client to, you know, and before you know it, the transaction could fall apart. And it's just because it's, yeah, you were so we were trying to force uptight. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So true. Okay. So what, what, tell us about your first, uh, so when you made that big leap, how, tell us about that first, first transaction you had after you made the big leap. Did you have a coach to kind of walk you through that, that process of getting started or how did you go about that? So with going, the one good thing about going from insurance into real estate is that a lot of the systems that were there, like internet leads, it was kind of like the same system, different product. Mm -hmm. So already I had a lot of that experience within me of knowing that I have to get on the phone with people immediately. The team that I was on, he invested a lot into internet leads with Zillow. So already throughout the first few weeks, you know, he was getting me assimilated into, into Zillow and getting internet leads that way with a certain price point. I, I wasn't getting like $500,000 leads, oh, man. which is, you know, which would be awesome. But honestly, that's not what you want for your first, no. first transaction. You don't want to mess that one up. So, correct. And then at... At my first brokerage, they had training that I could partake in. And so for the first month or two, I was I was taking training courses there. But literally, like when I was about, I wouldn't say like two or three weeks into training, I was on the phone with a Zillow call. I was the first person to get like it was it was during the time that Zillow wasn't doing, hey, we're going to call you to find out if you're available to take it. It was kind of like first come first serve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I, I was the first person to dial in and I guess I came across, across as confident. They were looking for something under 200,000 in the area. And so I started showing houses the next day and I was able to close without, because we looked at maybe a handful of houses and then at the end, at the end of it, um, I just remember, you know, we were at the close table and I didn't want to tell them, Hey, this is my first transaction. I just <laughs> right. had, like, I've been doing this just for be years. Confident. Yeah. years. Like I, I am a veteran. Um, and, but I said, you know, for my first closing, I want him to know, you know, just, just so he knows that like, I'll never forget this being my first closing, my first transaction. So when I met with him and told him that at closing, he said, are you serious? He said, I, I thought you were in the industry for a long time. So there was good support that I had going in and, and just with the background I had, I think that, that helped yeah. a lot too. It builds your so, confidence too. Your first one, they had no idea. 
You didn't, yes. you didn't play it yeah, off like a rookie. Totally. <laughs> yep. Yep. Nice, nice job on that one. How long did, how, how many houses did they go look at? Did they look at a ton or did they kind of, was kind of, was kind of nice and fast for you? Uh, it was, I think we just went on. So, so we looked at, I want to say like two or three homes together. And then there was a house that he, he knew that homes were going extremely fast mm-hmm. and a house came up in the way and it was a ranch. And he said, I want it. We don't need to see it. Let's put an offer in on it. Dang. Nice. Um, okay. <laughs> and, the reason, and, and, and the reason I remember now, okay. So like he wanted to put in an offer in before because they weren't allowing for showings up until a certain date. So it was mm-hmm. going to be a couple of days anyway. And he said, let's, let's put an offer in. So that's my first transaction is we haven't <laughs> even seen the house. And, you know, there's so much risk involved, even with COVID, oh, yeah. you know, people were seeing homes. I, I just heard of horror stories of people who haven't even walked in the home and then they actually walk through it. And then they're like, Oh, this isn't what I thought it was. So yeah. I, yeah. I was fortunate that it went to closing. I know the other, the agent on the other end was, you know, a little hesitant going, is he sure he wants this? Did he ever he walk sure? through it before closing? He did. Okay. Yeah. And I was lucky. I mean, he, he liked yeah. it, but yeah, it was, it was one of those, like we were, we were fortunate, you right. know, on that. So, yep. Awesome. Is there some, what, what kind of advice did you get in the beginning? Like maybe from your team when you started, um, they kind of stuck with you or did question. they just throw you in there and say, Troy, go figure it out yourself. <laughs> Um, I mean, part of it was, Hey, you know, I'm going to be giving you a lot of support for internet leads. So you, you just got to be quick to the chase and you, I, I mean, I know for me, you know, I, I had a very supportive family. So I had a supportive wife who, you know, I just, I knew going into it that weekends were not, we're not going to be like what a typical weekend would be for someone. There was going to be a lot yeah. of sacrifice. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what I had to stick with, with my family and I, it was something ingrained with me, even, even, I I don't know if it was somebody in real estate that told me it, or if it was an insurance, but I I kept telling my family, I said, okay, for a year or two, like I've got to put the pedal to the metal and I've got to grind. So if I grind it out and it works out, it's going to be worth it in the end for our family. So, you know, for that first year or two, I mean, I was doing open houses, three, four times a month. I was, but I, I built it around my kids' nap time. So they didn't feel like, you know, Hey, where's daddy all the time. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I was really, I was really, you know, just, just with my schedule, like I was very purposeful in like how I laid yeah. it out so I could still have family time and have a balance. Mm-hmm. So, but I knew that for the first year or two, I would have to, you know, my family would have to hopefully be supportive through it. And thankfully, yeah, we're coming out on the other side here and this is my fifth season going into it. And yeah. I mean, I can say that it wasn't as crazy as it was in my first two years and, you know, I'm more successful now than I was then. So. Yeah. yeah awesome. Are you still using, like when you, um, are you still kind of using the same marketing ways you were doing way back in the beginning? Or did you learn some, some new things over the time that you kind of made your own and you really like the way you're doing it? I mean, of course you're probably liking the way you're doing it now, but is there, is there, um, are you kind of doing the same thing you did way back in the day? No. Well, cause being on the team, I was subject to the marketing that the team had and yeah. who their photographers were. 
then when I went off on my own, then I had to figure it all out by myself. Uh, there were some tools that my old brokerage had that I was able to, you know, use a flyer here and there, yeah. but I was on my own for internet leads. Yeah. I was on my own for photography. And that's how I got with Windows still actually uh, using you guys <laughs> a ton because I was so pleased with the product because the photographer we had used before was somebody, you know, does a great yeah. job, but one man show and you really have to, you have to give him a call and he has to be available during that time. And he was doing photography yeah. for several of the agents in the office. So, you know, then with Windows still expanding their brand over time, then I've really been able to incorporate some of that stuff into my own marketing as well, as far as floor plans mm -hmm. and all those additional oh, yeah. things. Cause then it just helps my listing presentation be strong to show, Hey, these are going to be the photos you're going to get. Hey, this is what I'm going to try to do to get the word out. Um, and then I really had to be a learner, you know, just a student of Facebook, which yeah. is the Facebook business pages. So what I was doing, and it probably drove some people nuts in my office because they didn't understand why I was doing it. Yeah. But literally with my Facebook business page, like my goal with it was to get as many people a part of it, whether they're from Wherever. out of this country. Yeah. I, my, my goal was to like, so I had giveaways and I had it during Christmas, I had it during Black Friday and it got a ton of followers, but then people were going, well, you don't have anybody who, you know, is... Not, not everybody there is from East Lansing. I'm going, yeah, but if somebody checks me out and I'm, you know, I'm somebody who, you know, it's an internet lead, they don't know me from anybody and they right. see that I have a Facebook business page with all these followers versus somebody who has 80 that mm -hmm. are from East, you know, from the same area. What are they, who are they going to trust? They're probably going to trust the person who has, who has over, you know, 2000. Yeah. And I don't know where they necessarily came from, but that was just kind of, so, you know, I really became a student more of the Facebook marketing and um, yeah. So, I mean, it's evolved and I try to become aware of what else is out there of things that I can use and do. And I just mm -hmm. actually am, am going through Dave Ramsey's endorsed local provider program. And I, today, actually, I just started with the program of where I'm going to be endorsed through Dave Ramsey. So there's going to be marketing through that. Nice. Well. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. I know I know somebody yeah. else that did that. Um and uh tell us a little bit about that. I mean, since you're going to be starting to do that, uh you might as well uh tell us about what you're kind of what whatever you can give us. You don't have to give us all the, all the details, but whatever uh whatever you're allowed to give yeah. us. <laughs> what uh so with the endorse local provider program, it's somebody who's been in the industry for at least 4 years, has a certain amount of transactions, so they're they're at the top of the their industry and then you get a you, you submit an application, they interview you, they see if it's a good fit. And then if they accept you, then you take training through Dave Ramsey's courses. He has Financial Peace University and I think entrepreneurship leadership. So you take all the training videos. And then at the end of that, you are endorsed by him, which means that leads that come in from Dave Ramsey's site, because there's a lot of people that follow you know, his waves of money. Yeah. yeah. There are leads that I get of people who are interested in finding somebody probably who they can trust because it's a trusted brand right so there are about five or six agents in our area that have that designation okay. oh okay so, actually i was thinking yeah. it was a little differently than what that was um so what so um is it like for real estate related or is it like business related or how's it's, that how's that all work so i'm i'm part of the real estate endorsed local provider he also has it i believe for insurance people um and then also for financial advisors there's okay. also cool. 
that as well too. I think that those are the main three. I don't know if there's any others, but that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. I kind of want to go back to when you first started just for a quick second. Um, you yeah. said that you were doing open houses. Did you find that doing those helped you get leads for the future? At the time, yes. Yeah. Um, and especially for me, I didn't have a lot of listings starting out. So okay. I was holding the open houses open for my team lead. Right. And I found that it, like I was very, how do I, so I had an app that I used um, on an iPad that I had people signed in with and I'm really good with follow-up. So when okay. I got that contact info, you know, I would, I would ask certain questions in there, but I find like with giving an iPad to somebody and having them fill it out themselves, mm -hmm. I feel is a little less intrusive than, Hey, do this sign up sheet. And then yeah. are right. they going to lie or what, you know, on it. So, I mean, it's not like, I, I would say I probably at least got three or four deals a year through open houses, which when you think of it, I'm doing two hours a week at open houses. And if I close three or four deals, it's, it's not a bad return. It's not a yeah. huge waste of time. Yeah. Every single time, every single week that I get a lead, no, but right. you don't know when you're going to get that one person who hasn't worked with an agent and exactly. they're just getting started. So for me, it was worth it. I yeah. would say you know, now it's changed. Okay. There's a lot of that's that shifted because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are a little gun shy with, you know, going, you know, out. I think, I think real estate agents can do open houses for the time being now that the restrictions are a little bit looser, mm -hmm. but the one, th so I did an open house for the first time since the pandemic. And I literally felt like I was like the medical police there. I'm going, this is not <laughs> what I signed up for. Like, yeah. You're taking my masks out, like, oh, you need to wear a mask, and oh, here's your hand sanitizer, and oh, take this Clorox wipe. <laughs> and I'm going, this is not fun, like, you yeah, know, and then way different. And then, and then they can't sign in on my iPad. Oh, know, that's can't true. Do that. Yeah. And so we had to ask them, and I'm going, yeah, like, this isn't, this isn't that great. So, <laughs> um, so I did one, and then I was just kind of, go and then you know, the restrictions, as we all know, like they just kind of became more strict and. And we weren't able to do them again. But mm -hmm. I found a lot of people are just kind of phasing out on them. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens when things become a little bit more safe. Yeah, when things open back up. With that. Mm -hmm. But for in the beginning for me, just, you know, a few years ago, and even just a up to a couple of years ago, I was still picking up clients for open houses once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. What What is like one of the biggest things that has changed in your business since the pandemic kind of, since the, the lockdown kind of? What is one big thing? Good question. I feel like a lot has changed, but I would say, I would say, man, there's like one or two that I'm thinking through, but I'll, I'll just go with my gut with what first came into my mind. So I, number one, like just where your presence is going to be. I think people were used to maybe clients being a little bit more loyal. And so they would never be top of mind. So you wouldn't see them present on social media. You wouldn't see them on realtor.com or Zillow or, you know, trying to do things to be out there. And I think for a while in the industry, yeah, there were phone calls that came into offices. There were people that called off of signs, but the more, the longer this goes on, even in the few years that I've been a part of it, mm -hmm. it's just becoming more virtual. Yeah. So I've, I've seen that. I've seen the evolution in 
photography of how that looks as well, just from the photography branding. And, you know, Brad can attest to this too, because I think I was with you guys maybe within your first couple of years of business, but people are expecting a one-stop shop. So mm -hmm. that has all changed. Um, it's just things that are, that there has to be more like convenience, I guess, for, for agents who are looking to market. And you just like with your, I guess, yeah, if I were to sum it up, I would say the marketing has just been the, how you market yourself and what you have to do. You have to be on top of getting in touch with people even past the close date. Mm -hmm. And you just have to be out there and do, you have to invest your money in, in ways that you are going to have good follow-up with your current clients, because otherwise they're going to go to the internet and they are going to, they're just going to find someone else. Right. And, um, I mean, I think the biggest thing for people who are even just starting to is like, is, is how they market because the days of thinking that the business is going to come to you and you're not going to spend any money, I feel like that's gone. And I feel like you really, it's an investment to get into the real estate industry. And I'm a firm believer that you have to be out there at these websites to get the leads and to get going. Like you just have to do that. I'm a firm believer in that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just, I guess the way that agents market themselves and where they're present and what they're trying to do, I've seen, seen mostly a difference in that in our industry. Yeah. I know you mentioned the follow-up. How important is the follow-up either uh, from the open houses or from clients that yeah. you've had in the close? What does that follow-up look like and why is that important? Yeah. yeah, no, good question. So like, I mean, for me, for, for follow-up for internet leads, it's literally within like for me, like I, I'm on it within the first minute. Okay. Now I'm not really pursuing those internet leads as much, but that's how it was for me in insurance. So again, what I told you guys, it's it was a different product, but same system. Yeah. So that's how I had to be with insurance because I had the other insurance companies calling people to give them a quote. You just had to be the first person on the line. That's so, so true. <laughs> um, and, but I even had just recently within the, I would say like the last month, it was a Friday night. And my business partner, he works mostly with buyers. I mean, he's, he's a grinder. I mean, he's such a hard worker. Um, and it was a Friday night and I saw this lead come in. It was a decent price point. I'm going, all right, I'm, I'm just going to take it because I've been taking a buyer for a while. Let's see what happens. So I was on it within 30 seconds and was able to get him to work with my business partner. And he's taking him around houses even now currently. But he told me after we hung up the phone that four or five other agents got on the phone with him. And he said, Nope, like somebody else. And he said, you know, because you, you know, because you and your business partner seem like you were on it, like I'm mm -hmm. going to work with you guys and you guys know what you're doing. That's awesome. So internet leads, it's like, it's within, it's within like a minute. Right. Um, when it comes to open houses, it's usually the next business day. And then it's consistent follow-up, not just, doing it on one try not hearing back but mm -hmm. just being on them and then in fact if i if i don't start hearing back from them and i think they're ghosting me i will take it so far to do a star six seven like <laughs> where i mask my call and i like answer and go, oh hey yeah hey this is troy like oh oh yeah hi and then like and then i'm like okay well can you tell me like where are you at with this you know because i just want to know like what are you doing just answer the phone i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not gonna bite your head off you know or whatever so i guess people could say i would come across as pretty aggressive in that but but does it work hey, out I mean, 
it works. I mean, it works out yeah. when you do it. When you, I mean, you got to have the, you got to have the follow up with it and, and call people, you know, multiple times a week, especially in the beginning, and just mm-hmm. and and the follow up even after the closing, I feel is so important too that you don't forget about them. Yeah. Because then they'll refer you. They'll be top of mind when they're talking with their friends. Like, oh yeah, like my realtor, he was awesome, and you know that sort of thing. So yeah, it's crucial. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yep. What kind of advice would you give for a new agent starting out? I know that's kind so, of a big one. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like, you know, rewinding back to what I had said earlier, you, you have got to invest money into your business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, just, just with the way the market is right now, the people have been doing it for a while and have the resources to do it. You know, that's, that, you know, they're developing teams. They're having people out there who are just starting out, join their team. And I'm a huge proponent of that because I, I, I mean, there's maybe one person I know that started off individually that's been able to be successful on their own. And I don't know all the details for that person too, who is successful in my office, but they're really like the, the only person I know. Um, so I, my, my encouragement would be a, you've got to know that, like, you've got to, you know, if you're going to go and do this on your own, you have to have a sizable amount of cash to market yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have also got to be driven, like just because you're buying internet leads from realtor.com and you have the money to do it. If you don't have the drive to answer that call within a minute or two, or you're not willing to drop your phone to, or drop everything you're doing to pick up your right, phone right. and dial out, you know, you guys know what I mean. So, um, you know, if you don't have that drive, you're not going to make it. So you had to have the drive, um, with, you know, just, just in regards to with teams, you know, you just had to know what, what's going to work for you. Um, some people are made to be on a team. Some people, you know, might be on it for a year or two and then realize, Hey, I can do this on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that you've got to, you know, you got to at least have some sort of mentor in your life if you're going to do this on your own. But um, the other thing I would say too is if you're thinking about getting into the business, you really need to talk to some of the agents out there to give you a reality check because all everybody's hearing is that the market is hot, hot, hot. And this is easy, 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 easy. And not it's the not. Case. Yeah. It's not. And um just the, I, I think, you know, when, when people are getting into this, I mean, the dropout rate just continues to go even higher with people who are in it because it's not what they thought it was going to be. Yeah. I think people hear houses are flying off. Well, that means I'm going to sell 10 homes my first month. Yeah. The money's going to be rolling in and I'm going to have all this flexibility. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you gotta no, really work not, for that. Yeah. You, you do. And I mean, just even with what we're facing now with the inventory shortage, I was just having yeah. this discussion today. I feel like we are on the other side of the pendulum of 2008, where it was the housing crash. I feel we're on the other side where people, but you know, it's, it's kind of like a, I don't want to call it like fake news, but you know, it's something <laughs> where it's, it's deceiving because people see the market and they're like, oh, well I should get into real estate. Cause it just seems like homes are flying, but when you have so many agents out there and they're working with buyers and they, you know, the, the buyers agents I'm, I'm talking with, they're work, they're putting, they're doing like four five, six, seven offers before they actually get an accepted offer. So it's like buyers agents are grinding 
right now. Yeah. Um, it's not like, hey, I show a house and I'm going to get an accepted offer. It's so, you know, people are going to see some salary cuts this year. People are going to see there's just not going to be as much out there um, for people to see. Yeah. And so you're going to be showing 20, 30 homes to people. And they're like, man, like there's a bunch of junk on the market. And then all of a sudden they just fall off the face of this earth. You know, it's, it's not what it's cracked out to be. So just really do your research and find out what's going to be the best fit for you, but get a reality check because I, you know, it's just, if you think you're going to make six figures your first year, um, you could, you could, <laughs> but you're going to, you're probably going to have no life and be pretty lonely. That's just my take. So yeah. there's my yeah. soapbox. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, one more question. Um, yeah. It's a uh, kind of a unique one. Um, Taylor. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. All right. It's a serious question. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if that's sarcastic or <laughs> yeah, what. Sarcastic. So bring it, it on. Okay. Bring Do you on. think a hot dog is a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was serious. <laughs> And we need to figure this out around here. No one knows the answer. What do you think? Yeah. A hot dog's a sandwich. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's Why? A piece, of meat, a piece of meat between two sides. Yeah. I would, I'm on the sandwich side. Who's on the sandwich side between the two of you? Um, I'm not. I'm not either. But yeah. No oh. one. <laughs> You're so low. <laughs> We're just gonna leave you oh. over there. I'm just kidding. So I'm a so I'm a loser basically. <laughs> no, we th- we thought about this. And we're like, um, I don't really know what the answer is to this. We don't really yeah, know. I mean, I guess you could go both ways with it. It's not called like as a child, you don't call it a sandwich. Yeah, it's a hot dog. But it is between two pieces of bread. Yeah, it is. It is. You could put cheese on it. You put the yeah. toppings on it. So I mean, it could be, but it's, it's like not. a sideways sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So wait, was there anything else you want to share before we go? And then uh, let's get your contact information and how people can follow you. Um, I mean, I would say any of you who are who are listening, um, who I mean, I made this plug on Facebook too. If you are looking to list your house, I, I I'm just shocked at how many listings there are in our entire area of two three hundred thousand people. Right now in our area, I think I just searched right before we got on this podcast, there are close to 400 active Mm. listings. And usually around this time of year, we're at 1,100. Oh, wow. We're creeping on 1,000. Okay. So huge shortage. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. it, it could be lots of different factors. So I would say if you are looking to list your house, the thought has crept into your mind to do it right now is the prime time to do it. Now you're probably going, but I don't know where I'm going to go. So if you can find out a place to go and you want top dollar for your house, like this, this is the time to do it. But um, with what I had said earlier, we're kind of on the other side of the pendulum from when it was the 2008 crash. We're getting into not like hardly any sellers and a ton of buyers right. with low interest rates. So would you recommend you know, it's a tricky, it's a tricky time. Yeah. So um, so that's what I would, you know, if you're looking to, to, if you're looking to buy, don't be scared, get with a good agent, get with my business partner. He'll take good care of you. <laughs> um, but, and we have a couple buyers agents as well on our team that, that this is their full-time gig. They'll drop anything 
you know, to, to go show you a house as quickly as possible in this fast market. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Would awesome. you recommend to um, people who are looking to buy right now to buy before they sell? I know that's kind of a tough uh, one. Financially, if you can do it, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. And I have a, I have a client right now that they are financially able to buy, and they and they actually said we want to buy, we want to, we don't want to settle for the house that we want to buy on because if you list your house, you're subject to what is on the market. Right. If you if you sell your house at that moment, you got to find a place to go. So I know that there's a lot of buyers out there just trying to figure that out mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, if you financially can do it. Um, I would say, yeah, buy before, but if you have to have a contingency on there that you have to sell your house before you buy, yeah, you're not, unless it's a house that's been on the market for a good few months and they're willing to take it, you're not going to win that deal. So you got to figure something, got to figure something out there. Okay. But, um, best case scenario would be like financially, if you're able to do it, yeah, buy before you sell so you can. So, so you don't have to settle. Right. Yep, for sure. Um, so how can people follow you and get a hold of you? So you can follow me through. So my team name is Capital Area Real Estate Specialists. So we have a website, capitalareareallestatespecialist.com. Also, you can contact me on my cell phone, 540-535-5747. Or my email address, which is my first initial, my first, so T is in Tom, and then my last name, Seifert, S-E-Y-F-E-R-T, at lmcares.com. Awesome. Hello? Hello? Are Hello? you there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey, guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing, and we'll see you on the next one. See ya.